0: Grace Bible Church. I am accompanied right here to my left is Stephen Powell. Hey, hey. Worship pastor. (laughs) And to Stephen's left is... Brad Carr. That's right. Groups and Global Missions. And to his left is... Roman Wally. That's right. And... To his left is... Hey, it's me You. That's (laughs) it. That's right. Romans. uh, If you didn't know this, uh, Pastor Romans, uh, just a world-class office barista makes it happen. He made us some coffee here. Mm -hmm. So... If we're extra charged up, that's Ethiopia's fault. It's really all selfish. Right.
1: <laughs> I just really love coffee.
0: <laughs> now, we want to take some time this week to be able to, to just celebrate. We're coming to the end of the year. want to celebrate and appreciate uh, just a lot of what the Lord does in our life. I think it can be even maybe even more this season than anything. We speed up a little too quickly. And so we want to just take a little bit of time. Uh, next week we'll be hearing from Pastor John and Pastor Bobby. Uh, just about some celebration, appreciation things on their hearts as they slow down and, and take a look back before they take a look forward into 2022. Mm. Uh, so I just want to open it up in that way and, and ask you all some questions. We'll start with you. Uh, Brad, what are some things that have jumped out to you this this semester here um, at Grace Bible, some things you want to celebrate, uh, stop, and say thank you, Lord, for?
2: Yeah, so first things first that comes to mind is just being here, uh, the blessing of being able to um, meet the folks at Grace and being able to work alongside of this staff. And um, it's just been such a great uh, blessing for our family, specifically just being able to um, get to know people here, spend time and understanding that uh, the mission here in NAC is uh, so ripe and so ready to Uh, to be able to do what the Lord has called us to do, which is uh, glorify His name. And so we have been blessed by so many um, small group leaders, as well as our missionaries that are serving around the world, and um, by just uh, the members here at Grace, just how much they've blessed us and our family, Um, specifically um, blessed my wife and my three little boys. Even today uh, is actually my youngest son's birthday, and so... super encouraged by the text messages I've already received this morning from uh, members and staff members uh, just uh, wishing Cooper happy birthday. And so just been a really cool thing to be able to see how our family has been knitted in here at Grace in such a short amount of time. And so it's just been really cool.
0: And they talk about your first year anywhere is kind of floating around you and Sylvia Baker both kind of feel that you're Rather than being able to swim in a strong direction, you're more kind of floating, bumping against things, and figuring out which way is the the wisest way to be able to swim in the in the years to come. Uh, what are some things that you've kind of oriented yourself to uh, here this this first six months?
2: Yeah, specifically getting to know people. I have a saying that I used to say I've said up for a long time is uh, people don't care what you know till they know that you care, and so that's one of the things I've been trying to do is just get to know. Small group leaders, as well as some of our leadership here, um, and just being able to have a relationship with them, be able to know when they're in the hospital or when they're preparing for a surgery or when their kids are when they're having kids or when their kids are having kids, just to be able to be a part of that body, and I think that's one of the things that um, it's just been super encouraging here, is because um, it is it does feel like a family uh, here at Grace, and so I've been super encouraged by that.
0: Um, I'm not sure if people can hear online. We'll just—we don't need to edit this part out. But there is street sweeper. A street sw- sweeper, yeah. going by right now, and I think it's just parked outside the window, enjoying himself, just having a good out there time. looking at us. I think. <laughs> so if you hear that, that's not feedback on our end. That's just cultural immersion yeah. that's right. into what that's happens right. here in that's the famous. office area. this uh, Brad. I know a part of your planning. Even though none of those mission teams have yet been able to deploy, I know they'll be leaving here pretty soon. Uh, but a part of your time has been uh, being able to hear from our missionaries and begin to plan some of those trips. Can you give us some of those insights about what's going to be
2: coming up here? Yeah, so we've got a team that are leaving. There's four of mm-hmm. us uh, leaving to head to the Middle East in January. We'll be in the middle of uh, January, and we're specifically going to be able to um, share the gospel in a... Um, in a a large city context uh, to be able to start conversations with people on the street and we've actually we're going to be joined by six other people from around the us um, and one person overseas to be able to uh, join with the team that's actually there to be able to do what uh, we're going to do and so there'll be a total of 10 of us on our team and so we're super excited about that that's going to be a lot of fun we've got uh, four of us from grace going and so super pumped about that one. Well, and then we also are in the planning stages of our Norway team. Um, if you know or listen to Jim Hell's podcast a few weeks ago, um, we talked about the idea of uh, us going and, and we're in the planning stages now of what that looks like. And so we're looking at a June 23rd through July 3rd uh, trip uh, to be able to go over there and bless uh, Young Life uh, Scandinavia. And specifically will be in Norway and so I'm um, excited about that we got room for 8 to 15 people we've already had a few people that have talked to me uh, about going and we're really going to be able just to bless them as they put on their uh, kids camp uh, for the summer and so super excited about that there'll be um, Norwegians there there'll be Swedish people there uh, maybe even be a few other countries represented. Um, as we go and be able just to bless them and so and then we've also talked about other opportunities as they come with other partners um, in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. Can you share about any of those that might be a shorter term? I believe there's a shorter term trip that might be happening materializing. So
2: we, we we've talked about doing even a, a little bit more local um, it would be in the DFW Metroplex uh, we've talked about an opportunity to be able to even go as a family so maybe your whole family could go and and be able to do some ministry in inner city context, um, specifically working with uh, a homeless shelter in the DFW area. So um, it would be a little, it would be really cool. They got all kinds of opportunities for you to be able to do it. If you're really gifted at uh, cooking or you're really gifted at um, putting up drywall or you're really gifted at street evangelism, whatever that may be. We'd love uh, love to have a conversation with you about what that. Could look like for you and it's very very inexpensive so it'd be a great opportunity yeah
0: looking forward to hear more about that and that's it's been fun to see you kind of oh you say float around is the proper description Frolic, glowing, frolic. Yeah, that's a way better description. You've been just frolicking as <laughs> frolicking. you've been able to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: They're essentially sent on. I don't know that I would use the word frolic, but <laughs> this body doesn't. We just frolic. watched that movie Milo
3: and Otis, so that frolic scene is in my in it's my excited, brain. Excited right
0: though, I see the excitement, joy, and uh, totally. we're so grateful that you're here and the joy you bring, uh, the conversations, excitement for people, and what the Lord's doing in people's lives.
2: It's um, been a blessing, man. It really has been.
0: Well, good deal. Uh, when are uh, as we kind of celebrate that taking a little bit of reprieve between small group semesters? Next semester, when are those Sunday night and Wednesday night
2: small groups kicking back up? Yeah, the sixteenth uh, and the nineteenth of January is when our small groups will kick off, and we have an opportunity for you if you are not in a small group we'd love i'd love to have a conversation with you to how to get connected to a small group um we've actually are in the works of having a, a new small group that would be specifically be for people who don't have a connection here or don't have a group of people that they're living life with and so um are in the in the conversation about launching this new group with them specifically and uh, that'd be on a Wednesday night group, but we have opportunities for Sunday nights as well as Wednesday nights. And so if you have any questions about what small groups look like, I'm in the lobby uh, before and after almost every service. And so if you'd come talk to me, would love to be able to do it. But you can also send me an email if you have any questions about small groups at all. So
0: That's tremendous. Well, Pastor Roman, yeah. uh, the college students have exited for December, so you're Most almost able to catch your breath a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but why don't you catch us up? What are some things from this past semester that uh, you just want to praise God for and yeah. celebrate could be some stories or some uh, that come to mind? The, the first
1: thing that comes to mind is not specific necessarily to college ministry, but just being a minister here at Grace. I was thanking the Lord this morning for the way that people encourage. Um, I was just listening to the Lord um, specific names of people who have taken intentional initiative time after time to be encouraging, to share affirmation and love. And um, what a gift that is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been something that through my walk as a believer, I've really benefited from in terms of discerning the Lord's leading and what what's ahead future is the affirmation of the body, um, particularly whenever there's, there's a consistency to it. And so, you know, I, I've, I've had a lot of conversations with friends in ministry elsewhere. I've read in books and articles um, how pastoral burnout, one of the contributing factors, is just feeling the constant criticism of the body. And I think a lot of that might be dependent on your position. But my personal experience has been the opposite here. It's been just the kindness of God's people pretty pretty consistently. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, So I'm really grateful for that. Um, Another thing that I'm really grateful for is just getting to be a part of the ebb and flow of life transitions and events for people like engagements and weddings and babies being born. Um, I was just thinking about that this morning and what a joy it is to be a part of different people's stories like that. Mm. Um, I'm really appreciative of that particular aspect of college ministry because there's um, there's engagements and there's weddings, and then as they graduate and go on, there's babies to come, and so it's just really fun to be a part of. We were talking with a couple, Kim and Daniel Greco, who moved to DC, the DC area, area, and um just getting to hear about what God is doing in their life and how they plugged into a good church and um, things that are going on for them. It's just fun to be a part of that.
0: Hmm. You know, it makes me think of last week when Jacob Norris was on <clears throat> and his season that he had here at Nacogdoches and the way he blessed Grace Bible, mm-hmm. his work on the campus, the campus outreach. And uh, and here he is now starting a whole new life in Alabama. Mm. And that's uh, that's been neat to be a part of his story and yeah. be able to see his fruit here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's been delightful. So, uh, you know, when you think about uh, Rome and your family and what you all have experienced here this semester in particular— what are kind of, I mean, is there a highlight that comes to mind or a story, uh, that you'd be able to share, of uh, what you've been able to experience that you're, you think you'll look back on five, 10 years from now and say, that's a, that's a win. I want to remember that.
1: Hmm. I would have to think for a minute more family wise, but because it's so fresh on my mind, uh, thinking of Gail Wyatt <laughs> is something that's immediate for me because I just had lunch with him the other day. And, um. I walked away from that time thinking, one, I'm so grateful for Gail because he is such an encouraging person um, and he reflects God's character in that way. But two, I want to I want to grow to be like him. Um, I want to um, grow in leaving others with the sense of love and affirmation mm. that I've received from him pretty much every time I've ever interacted with him, <laughs> no matter how brief. And so I'm really, really grateful for for you gail um for our family um it's been a really cool joy to have our college students come over uh, our leaders come over to our house every week because roman gets so excited um anytime that he sees them whenever he wakes up from his nap he's like peeking through our window (laughs) to our sunroom and all his friends are here uh he loves hanging out with them and and um He'll talk through the rest of the week. We'll be in the sunroom, and he'll point at the different chairs in the room and say, who was sitting there? And he's like quizzing me. He already knows the answer. And if I get it wrong, he'll correct
0: me. (laughs) He's like so
1: pumped to have people in our house. And then uh, just meals that we'll have with people. Um, He loves to be a part of that. And so that's something I'm really grateful for, where he is getting in the regular rhythm of our week to see God's people um, and to see others who follow Jesus that aren't just limited to us. really grateful for that.
0: Mm. I appreciate you sharing both those stories and uh, what a neat thought of you enjoying a meal with somebody double your age Mm. or more than double your age um, and uh, just being so inspired Mm. by that. I think that's a component of multi-generational ministry and life Mm. together Mm. and we're walking faithfully in the same direction Mm -hmm. and the way that we can encourage each other I think that's, I think it's a big component. We can be intimidated or we can think, mm. well, what can I offer that person or what? And then see the same Holy Spirit who indwells me, the same Holy Spirit that indwells that, that mm. brother or sister and, and the benefit of being able to enjoy time with each other yeah. uh, encourages us in ways that are truly supernatural. Mm. 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 And we've got a couple seminars coming up as well in the spring. As I think about that, you know, even though we'll start that in the spring, a lot of that work begins now. Or has already begun, and and so it's just kind of a matter of time before we we see some of those things. Mm. I know in January, of course, we'll have our uh, our Parallel the Pastor seminar will start back up, which is a great way. uh, The Hearsts and the Hubbards help to lead that for us. That's a great way to grow in competency and in studying Scripture. Uh, So perhaps you're listening to this, and and you're wanting to you know make a great resolution to become more familiar with Scripture. They walk through the same text that we walk through on Sunday mornings in, in our worship service, but they spend the week studying it individually, asking good you know, uh, diagnostic type questions, understanding questions, observation questions, interpretive questions, uh, and application questions as well as they work through those things. Uh, and then we'll also have Josh Coe is going to be leading us in a three-week seminar on hospitality and, and evangelism mm-hmm. and how those two meet and some of the stories that he's experienced with that. Uh, and then we'll also, uh, Mike Stewart, uh, who we've heard from him a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. he's going to be leading, and, and Mike is so incredibly skilled, so thoughtful, so wise, and he's going to be leading uh, about a three-week seminar in, in biblical counseling that he's learned through the years. Uh, so that's going to be a great a great seminar as well. All right, well, uh, let's go with you this time, Stephen. I'll mm. talk a little bit more next week, but okay. uh, why don't you share with us first some celebration and appreciation components that come to mind as you look back through 2021.
3: Yeah, um, I think the addition of a choir, you know, that started um, in the summer. We began that, I think. And uh, so that's been really encouraging for, I hope, for the church. I think it's been encouraging for the church. It's also been encouraging for our ministry to have well selfishly it's been really encouraging to me there's a there's a group of like 15 people standing behind me singing over me it's the blessing that we get to have sitting in the congregation or standing in the congregation singing you have a, a wave of voices over the back of you you know washing over you in a way um, I've had that selfishly uh, myself um, so that's been a that's been a huge blessing I, I hope to the church Um we, we had a, a strings uh, Sunday where we had a whole string section. That was a, a highlight for me. Um, just the, the the unique giftings of our people being utilized and uh, serving the body in that way uh, was really beautiful. And uh, I think really aided congregational singing, which was the aim of that. Um, there's also just been a, a rush of people coming in that want to serve. And um, that's been... Really encouraging. I think um, this is, of course, this is not a, 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 a this is not a brag on me. I'm not taking a moment to brag on me, but I think when I got here, there are around twelve to fifteen people involved in the worship ministry, and now there's approaching sixty people that have been involved in some form, uh, whether that's whether they sing in the choir or they help in the sound booth. And mm. um, I think that just speaks of how the Lord has pushed people to want to serve and want to mm-hmm. give of their time, want to give of their efforts to, to bless the church. And, um, that's just one measurable way that we've been able to see the Lord, you know, use people in that way. So that's really encouraging. Um, and so for the year to come, I think, you know, we're going to be continuing to, to use the choir on a regular basis, maybe even bump up the frequency a little bit as people, you know, um, come back into town and we're able to have more people around, um, we want to try to do more things with different instruments and that kind of thing. So I, I anticipate using the string section again here in the near future and maybe even some other instruments, um, yet to be determined, but,
2: um, i offered really the didgeridoo really. and he didn't take me up on it. So yeah, I did. I did tag on Brad for the didgeridoo. And <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. It's It's going to be
3: real sweet when you figure it out, but it's going to be, it's going to be real good. Um, yeah, and so, um, but again, you know, the the, the idea behind that is, is simply because our church is made up of a unique group of people um, being close to the university. There's a lot of giftings, um, and we could just do the, the typical church thing, you know, what every other church is doing, but I think what our, um, like, our style should be made up of who our people are. Mm, um, agreed. And so, um, so I'm trying my best to, to figure out that, but... Um, I'm praising God for our diverse body. It's pretty, pretty exciting.
0: Very good. Well, coming in uh, to this, of course, we have Christmas Eve service uh, this Friday and Mm -hmm. that will be a sweet time. I look forward to hearing from our little ones as well to start that service. That should be memorable. Yeah. It'd be really sweet. And uh, I know our boys have been singing it through the house (laughs) different times. And, uh, and then this service this week, we'll have family service to end the year. We're going to be kind of, this is a, Stepping our toes back into Exodus, we'll have a, a kind of a review covering of twelve different purposes that God has thus worked in the plagues, and and why the plagues. And I think that's an importance to remember, because uh, it's easy I think maybe for the skeptic or somebody new to Bible reading to look and say that that sounds so harsh, but to be able to see in this one scene some of the whys behind God has done what He's done in in such a dramatic judgment upon a people. I think can give us as believers an encouragement to as a reminder that he's working, even in hardships, uh, he's working wise that we'll never understand. And our greatest peace will come in, in knowing him, knowing the God of the plagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a, that's a great reminder for us, I think, as we finish off this year and head into 2022. So guys, let me just say, brothers, I'm grateful for each of you. Uh, you're mm-hmm. all extremely gifted. Um, love the Lord, love people well, uh, and just a pleasure to be able to, uh, to cast seeds with.
2: Yeah, we're, we're so thankful to be here. To be here. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Church, we love you, and
3: uh, we'll see you this Sunday as we gather to worship the Lord again.
2: Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.
3: Actually, we'll see you at Christmas Eve first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then we'll see you Sunday. But I also like to say Merry
1: Christmas. So now I say Merry <laughs> Christmas again, guys. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Merry
0: Christmas. <laughs>